Welcome everyone to the X Factor Files podcast. I'm Daryl. I'm Philip. And we are back with some X Factor content. We are. Yeah. It's, it's been a hot minute. Yes. So we had a lot of fun going off and doing other things. And then we did not record last week because we put out like six hours of content the previous week. So there's some time for digestion and that's totally fine. Yes. Um so how have you been? You got a new job. I did. It's been great. Um, stuck around the old job long enough to be helpful. Although in hindsight, I maybe should have taken more days off in between. No, yeah. Those were some packed days. Yeah. We did our day trip to Duluth, which was a lot of fun. Went to a distillery, went to some comic book shops. Yeah. I feel like you got stuff. Yes. Fun the dollar bins. Yes, I got the rest of the Thunderstrike run because everyone loves a good Eric Masterson moment. So why not have some substitute Thor in my collection? I don't know who that is. I know. Um, and some Quasars, and I'm almost done with a full Quasar run too. And we have a new board game. Yes. Horrified, but with American monsters. Yes, there's a Sasquatch in it. Yes. I'm already scared. No. Even though you have Sasquatch on your Alpha Flight shirt. Yeah, that's a different thing, though. <laughs> um, he's and, like a scientist when he's a human. Oh, he's a cute scientist when he's a human. Yeah. There's Banshee, but not our Banshee what? or our other Banshee. What? In the game. Oh, I thought you meant on the shirt. I'm like, there's no Banshee in Alpha Flight. <laughs> no, but it's the Banshee's of someplace. And a couple other monsters, and hopefully it's as fun as the original game. Yeah. Which was based on the Universal Monsters, and you run around town collecting stuff in order to defeat them. Yes. It's one of those, like, each person is their own character with their own unique power set and number of moves, that sort of thing. Yeah. And we got some cinnamon rolls. Yeah. And the week was super busy for me. Yes. With meetings and all the things work and then you had another crazy week this past week yeah with your committee meetings and work yeah and we did track trivia yes and came in second yes normally we are just middle of the pack so that was exciting and and the normal group who usually gets first scored below us that was so rewarding it was not that we're petty but that was very rewarding yeah we have a conspiracy theory that they cheat because when it was online they just took so long yeah to submit their sheets for scoring yeah and really there's no shame in if you are trivia host and having a timer for yourself because nope. when the timer was there that was some of the best run trivia yeah when it wasn't it took like 20 30 40 minutes per round yeah and there were five rounds that was abysmal there were some nights that i'm just like i'm gonna go to bed <laughs> I already had my gigantic bowl of ice cream an hour ago. Yeah. And this weekend, we got to hang out at the Uncanny Experience Mixer here in St. Paul. At the appropriately named Gambit Brewing. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. We got to meet other people. We got some hot tips on cosplay. Yes. For my Iceman romper that came with a Spider-Man hood. Yes. I have to drag out the sewing machine this week. And... Yeah, it was right as the weather was turning. So in Minnesota, typically our springs are a little slow, like two or three weeks. Yeah. But we went from like 
40s to 80. Yeah. It was 87 one day. And so all my little plants went outside. and They were so happy. On the east side of the house in a little greenhouse. So they got some hose water to experience and some natural sunlight, but also not so much that they burned to a crisp. Yeah. And then they all had to come back in again. (laughs) Yeah. It's not nice today, folks. We're recording this on Sunday and it snowed. We lost power. For no apparent reason. For no apparent reason overnight for an hour and a half. And it's snowing now. I and... did sleep really well. Well, that's good. It was a week of funky sleep. Yeah. And we brushed the buns. Oh, there have been... we were pushed out to brunch to cope with a bun, <laughs> si- a bun situation today because Asta, left to her own devices, got behind a china hutch. And then underneath it, where there's like a little tiny gap that you can't see from the front it's like a hollow bottom underneath the bottom shelf from the back yeah so she went behind it saw this space entered this space and then got stuck in the space she could not get out she tried the poor thing was really trying to get out on her own but we had to unload all of the christmas china and you had to swing the hutch out which is very heavy so she could escape and and we had to move the cd rack out yeah without tipping it over and then we had to put everything back yes so, dear listener, we love our buns, but if it got stressful, so we're just like, let's just go get brunch. Yes. And then we went back to the half price books for more X and novels. Marvel novels because they're a local Facebook group, comic Facebook group posted about them on Friday. We bounced down there for supper and I picked up some and I was like, I sort of want to go back because then I started looking them up on eBay and they're like, so expensive half price books is true to their word and selling them at half the cost of the cover price but on ebay they're going for like 10 or 15 dollars each for a paperback and i'm like if i can read some trash marvel novels for cheap and then resell them maybe or just stock up it's you got sa- like two dozen of them yeah it's the same philosophy i have for star trek novels like you don't need to put a whole lot of brain power into enjoying them because you know who the characters are. It's going to be a one-off adventure. You're just going to have fun. So it's going to be good cruiser reading. Yes. And then we came back and we brushed the buns. Oh yeah. Did you know that we have a fourth rabbit? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Nick. Nick shed enough for another rabbit. It's so much. And Nora was basically fine. She was very crabby about being picked up and put on the table. But then she was up there for like three minutes. And we're like, there's nothing coming off of her. She's good for now. Asta was at one point resigned to it. And then she got over it real fast. She got real crabby with me. And she grunted and almost bit you. Yes. So. Our buns have personalities. They do. But Mr. Floof over there who just came to visit and then scampered away again. He he had so much. He did, but and he was a very brave boy. Yes, he should be a lot happier with all that fur out and somewhat like even without the comb, you pulled out so much. Yeah. Oh, hello, Nora. Oh, Nora might want to join the recording. She has a habit of jumping up on the trunk next to the couch and then walking across to the couch. Maybe it'll be like that episode where Asta deleted it twice. It, it took us three times to record it. That was real rough. <laughs> I'm hoping not, because if this thing gets deleted once, I'm going to be like, you know what? We're skipping another week. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, already like late Sunday afternoon and there's more snow coming. I know. Dear listener, at one point, 
And by at one point, I mean yesterday, my goodness, what a week it's been. I came down and I think I had left the bun buns out. I went up for something or they had just been out all night. But I don't think you would have let me do that. No, they were not. It's when you woke up at 6.30 in the morning on Saturday. Oh, yeah. So I let the bun buns out and I went upstairs for something. Oh, I had breakfast with Asta. Oh. That's what I did. Um, then I came back down again and I couldn't find Nora. And luckily it wasn't because Nora was stuck behind a hutch. She was instead up on the trunk where there's some seating cushions. And she was in this like long body pillow that my aunt had someone make that has Star Trek fabric on it. She was deep, deep within that pillow digging. digging. She loves digging. Oh, hello. Hello. Dads, I'm going to help you record. Do you have a treat? I've never had one. So yeah, she was in there and she was digging and I'm like, Where, what is happening? And she just turned around and came out. Oh. Not like earlier where, I'm like, where's Asta? But seriously, where's Asta? Yeah. They're all bad. Where's Asta? So yeah, that's the bun bun update. Which we know everyone looks forward to. Yes. My people listen. Yes. And now we have X Factor content. Yes. Three issues. Yes. 207, 208, 209. And there's big happening. Because we can't do the full arc in this. That'd be six issues. No. And I don't have the wherewithal to do six issues. I don't think I do either. But we can do three, and they're really fun. They are. I mean, we are taking a sharp right turn from where we were. Yeah. On the cover is a Thor villain. It is Hela. Yeah. Did not expect Hela to show up in this, but it sort of telegraphs a surprise. It's true. But you sort of know something's up within the first few pages. Yes. But this cover is awesome. It's very fire in brimstone. Her in a position of power over all these X-Factor yeah, members. Yeah, and this is not Kate Blanchett, Hella. No, but the head dress is huge. Yes, it is. And her shoulder pads. Shoulder pads padded for the gods. Yes. Goddess. Enough to make anyone from Dynasty jealous. Yes. I feel like Sinister would be jealous of her shoulder pads because it's almost yeah, like a cape. It, it really is. All right, we should probably read this first recap page to yes. catch people up it's been like a month since we released next factor episode it's true we have a fiction picture <laughs> a picture dictating so it's like a fiction uh, depicting would... are you going for depicting i don't know what i was trying to say we have mordo yes the mysteriously not dead baron mordo abducted and held for ransom the father of monet saint croix and she and guido traveled down to south america to get him back which is going swimmingly until they were all interrupted by men with guns. Long story. In order to escape the situation, Monet had to promise Baron Mordo that if he teleported them all home, she would give her body over to him so that he would be able to siphon off the energy he needed to save himself from a case of terminal cancer. Meanwhile, the rest of X-Factor team, including Madrox, Darwin, Longshot, the recently returned Banshee, formerly Siren, the doesn't appear to be villainous, even though she just helped Dr. Doom, Layla Miller, and new lovers, Richter and Shatterstar, are all back in New York and ready to take on their next case. And we have a scantily clad woman. 
walking in with some furs, a big hat. A very we, big hat and we, sunglasses. We love a big hat moment. We do. Like, slit up to her hips. Yep. The title of the issue is Lost Souls. And it's vaguely Thor scripty. Yes. It has that look to it. Um, this is very noir. It's this... very noir. There's a voiceover from Mad Rocks where he's just like very noir. She was tall and elegant with a body that was 80% legs and 100% trouble. It just didn't come more noir than her. Longshot is like... Longshot is even stupefied. So He has checked out. <laughs> yes. So uh, the gist of everything is she wants them to find this dude who stole a necklace. Yes. And there's some funny moments in here. Um, the banter between the two of them, which is like, my name is Halia. Oh, unusual. It's very old in contrast to you. Oh, I'm older than I look. And like they're, the banter back and forth is fun. Maddox reinforces that he is a detective with training and a certificate and a decoder ring. <laughs> um, Longshot's like, hello, I'm Longshot. Maddox says, nobody cares. And Longshot's like, okay. <laughs> when she holds up the replica of the pendant, do you know what this is? And Longshot's like, ooh, I know, I know. <laughs> it's jewelry. <laughs> so uh, um, they're, they're being paid in gold. Gold coins. Yeah bullion if you will and we learn that she's hanging out in vegas all as right you do. yes it'll cover your expense it's like what a power move to be like here yeah effortlessly flicks a purse full of gold coins this should cover your expenses yeah like, she is in charge and she knows it but also her outfit and then we Ugh. switch to Another part of the morgue headquarters. Yes. Where Baron Mordo is laid out and everyone's trying to talk Monet out of doing this. So we have Darwin and Strong Guy and her dad. Cartier. Yes. Being like, you you don't need to do this. And she's like, I'm a woman of my word. And then Layla walks in and she's like, what are you doing here? Layla, get out. And Layla, like, is cloaked yes as she has been recently and but also hugging a pillow and Layla's very snarky I've appreciated the snark <laughs> Monet with a pillow yep are you planning to smother yourself with it um no but I don't see the point yeah. classic Monet but Layla drops in some words that might be helpful she references back to when Mandrox was telling them all about how when aged Doom thought that he was not aged, but still in full control and powerful. Yes. There's a look that goes in between Monet and Layla. It's like, oh, shut up and get out of my way. So she grabs Mordo's hands. We see a power transfer. It's a lot of green glowy things. Um, green glowy. The green glowy holds back the team members that are there who are trying to rush in to help Monet. She falls to the floor. Like mm. sunken cheeks, sunken eyes, hands. All withery. Yeah. She's like a witchy. Yeah, crispy. And Mordo's like, haha, you're foolish. And here's my doorway. And I'm stepping away. And there's like lightning striking down everyone in the room. Yeah. And off he goes. 
and, uh, and then, we see what he looks like and he looks just as bad he looks very witchy but and, his reflection in the store window makes him look very healthy very he pale is. so he goes on his way Monet is fine. This is an illusion she created in his mind. Yes, because he was weak and she was strong and she is amazing. But it took a lot out of her and she faints and hits the pillow that Layla had. In just the right spot. And they were like, oh, that was kind of you. And Layla's like, oh, no, this is for the floor. I know how hard Monet's head can be. Yeah. We go to a shooting range. It's Victor and Shatterstar. On a date. A gun date? Oh, I know. I mean, pink pistols are a thing, but they are not for us. So Richter's doing target practice and Shatterstar is basically like, a warrior doesn't use these. You need to see the soul fade from their <laughs> eyes when you kill them. Uh-huh. Um, so Richter's spread is not that bad on the target. And Shatterstar is like, oh, I should try this out. And Richter tries to give him pointers, but he just picks up the gun with one hand and just shoots it. No safety gear, Shatterstar. Mm-hmm. And it, they all go right in the center of the target. And then they get into a little fight. There's some subtext happening. So Shatterstar's like, this is a waste of time. And Richard's like, and what about me? Am I a waste of time too? And Shatterstar is just very confused. And Richard's like, stop playing dumb. And Shatterstar's like, I legit don't understand why you're acting this way. Mm-hmm. And there's a whole bunch of relationship dialogue. And then you think it's going to get better. Um, Richter's all, you made this big deal of showing up because of me. And then next thing I know, you're with everyone else. Like, what happened with you and Layla? What does it mean you connected? <laughs> Ugh, what is that? And Shatterstar's like, no, Layla has her own path and I have mine. And Richter's all, am I on that path? And Shatterstar says, I would like you to be, yeah. So you think, oh, this is maybe going mm. in a good direction. There's a show called Wonderfalls that's really fun. And the sister who's queer misses up her girlfriend relationship. And when she realizes it, she's like, I don't want to be a pit stop on your road to heterosexual bliss. Yeah. Which made me think of this. And Shatterstar tries to explain, I came from a world, a realm even where I was not designed for enjoying or even understanding emotional revel- relations, not to mention carnal relations. And then I came here and it took a while, but slowly as if a veil was being lifted, I became aware of the infinite possibilities this world presents. And I want to share them with you. And Richter's like, share? Like I'm your guide or something? And Jackson's like, in a sense, I suppose. Mm. Which makes Richter just storm out of the building. Yeah. Doesn't even put his safety glasses back. They just fly off his head. And they have a whole moment of just not knowing what he means to Shatterstar. Why are they in the relationship? And do you want an open relationship? Because that's not working for Richter. And once he actually explains what an open relationship is, then Shatterstar is like, oh, <laughs> I guess well, I do. Maybe that is what I want. So they finally get to the point where Shatterstar explains that just like when I teleport, I need an anchor. Emotionally, I need an anchor. And that anchor is you. Yes. Like, I need you in my life. That everything is just too overwhelming. All the experiences, all these emotions, is just too much. So they have a nice moment. 
after yelling at an elderly couple who was giving them weird looks. Yes. We cut to Madrox looking for this person who's contracted to find. Yes, there's a picture and all these bars seem to recognize the person, someone who drinks like a fish and is in a, making inappropriate advances on women. Yes. Which is creepy. So uh, we get a phone call to Madrox. He's at a certain bar. We have eyes on him. And there's all these dupes at all these different taverns and pubs and bars. Yes. So we see this guy in action hitting on this woman who's already in a relationship with a dude. The dude is like, what are you doing? I just went to the bathroom and yeah. now there's this schmuck here. And he's like, oh, I don't see your name on her, but I'd have to undress her to make sure. Such a creep. Yep. Um, is all this just a reflection of the patriarchy at the time? Probably. Yeah. Banshee, formerly Siren, comes over and sweet talks the boyfriend. I do love all the little notes that are yes with her, her little text. power. Yes. And so the girl is like, "What do you mean? Like, you guess not? I'm worth all this work." And slaps him, and they go running off. And uh, the dude is confronted by uh, Banshee, who is playing into like getting hit on so she can snatch this pendant from his neck and tosses it to madrox yeah and he transforms and it's pip the troll pip the troll like is he wearing a i think all he's the, furry all the, all the flesh just sort of burns away there's this weird orange glow and all the street clothes just sort of off of him because he is not the same stature that he was before. And he is really mad because this pendant was shielding him from Hela. Yes. So he's like, I'm in danger. She's going to find me now. She's straight up going to find me. Yes. Cut to the bedroom with Richter and Shatterstar. And all the lighting is coming from outside and they are slightly undressed. And there's some clothing continuity issues but that's okay and because we start off with Richter wearing next to nothing and they're just trying to talk stuff out and then there's a door cracking open which is a cool art effect yeah. that it's just like a thin beam where you can see on Richter's face is illuminated and even his hair and Richter's like excuse me a little privacy and in the doorway looking very surprised to see Richter with a man it's rain. And Shadowstar is like, care to join us? <laughs> and that's the end of that issue. Yeah. So rain's back. And with hair. Yeah. Yeah, no Sinead O'Connor. I did like that look for her, though. Yeah. We don't really need to recap in this next issue. But we're back in headquarters, but not in the bedroom. Oh. We are with Layla Miller and Monet in the basement as which to be fair like after the first panel all you see is the exterior of the building with what are you doing here and then it's yes Monet and Layla yes so again really fun scripting that's happening yeah and it's throughout all of these issues where it goes from scene to scene with a bridge like that yes which I greatly appreciate I think that's fun and hopefully dear re listener you do too 
So Monet's really pissed. She's like, tell me what you know. Like, what's going on with you? You were shacking up with Von Doom. And Layla's like, oh, (laughs) (laughs) no, thank you. Monet does not have time for this. Um, She does not want to hear that she should be in bed. She doesn't want to parse words with Layla. And Layla's like, I don't think you're strong enough. And Monet sort of breaks the wall next to Layla's face. Yeah. And Monet's like, what's your game? And Layla's like, new twister, but not with you. Dr. Doom. Not him either. And may I add, ew. Which, fair. Yes. And she's like, I'm not the... I didn't sleep with him. Being Mad Rocks. Oh, making questionable choices about sleeping with people? Yep. Yes. And then Monet faints. But was it due to being overexerted or the Doom glove that Layla has on? I, oh, you skipped ahead a bit. Oh. I did not think that that was the glove. I think that was just her fainting because oh. she was already staggering as she was approaching Layla. Oh. And yeah. Yeah, because Monet made it clear in this conversation the only reason I didn't kick your ass earlier is because you're a little girl. And now you're not. So yep. you need to leave. Um, and that's when Layla's like, well, Jamie said otherwise. And Monet said, Meadows can be an idiot sometimes, but I, and that's when Layla says, I didn't sleep with him, much less one of his dupes. And then Monet grabs her in a much bigger way. You, you, hyphen, hyphen, three exclamation points. And then she collapses. I think Layla is more startled that her cloak got thrown off, Mm. exposing the glove. Yeah. That's how I read it. So Guido comes running over, gets Monet back to bed. Yes. And Layla's like, there's something else I was going to tell you. And this is, I think, is her being bishy. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. Rain is back. You came back looking for Richter, so I sent her up. And Chandra's like, well, that's your news. That's, oh, wait, what? To <laughs> Richter and Shatterstar's room? Where they are. And Layla's like, I guess so. I hope that's not a problem. And then we go up to that room, but five minutes earlier, we jump a little back in time. Oh, that's why Richter has pants on. No, it's not why Richter has pants on. That's the clothing in continuity. So uh, Rain's really surprised and... They're really surprised because she's so pregnant. Yes. And (laughs) Shatterstar is like, oh... Everyone's just saying you, I, it's, I, pronoun trouble. <laughs> I'd offer you a drink, but I understand it's not appropriate for someone in your condition. And Rain is like, you did this. And Richter's like, you did that? Thinking yeah. It's Shatterstar. Um, got Rain pregnant. And <laughs> it's a whole comedy of errors again. He's like, wait, maybe at some future point I travel back in time. <laughs> and then Rain's like, not this, you idiot. Rain is thinking that Shatterstar is somehow controlling Richter. Oh, yeah. But what also, have you done to him? Shatterstar is looking real thirst trappy in this issue. I'm not mad about it. No. And yeah, both him and Richter's pants are undone. Yes. Even though they're still on. And I love how Rain's like, what have you done to Richter? And Shatterstar's like, well, nothing yet, but if you had gotten here five minutes later. <laughs> and Rain wolfs out and flies at Shatterstar 
and they all go through the window. We go back one minute earlier where Longshot and Darwin are bringing some floozies back to headquarters. I guess. And the floozies are like, ha ha ha. You are a superhero. <gasps> you have some downtime before a fight. And Darwin is like, it's not all about fighting. I don't like the fighting. <laughs> Why is this happening? Meanwhile, right about them, Crash, Shatterstar, and Rain fall out of the building. And he's like, oh no. We go to the bar fight. There's a bar fight. Pip the troll. Um, he goes really big feet. He does a really it's like a beast moment. Yeah. He's going across the bar. And this big hunky dude is like, you spilled my beer. And he tries to grab Pip, and Pip just like kicks his ass. Yes. There's some arm ringing, there's a headbutt and a punch, and even Siren's like, or Banshee is like, oh, whoa. And he's running, like he knows that Hella is basically on her way, so he's trying to run away, even though I feel she could probably just find him, wherever he is. Right, but there's some, he mentions in dialogue that there's, he can sense that she's approaching. Yes. And he goes outside to find Mandrox, who caught the amulet thrown by Banshee, and there's a many dupes. Yes. And they each get their own little text bubbles of, hey there, hmm. looking for something? I can look around for you, see if I can find it. I'm a detective. Finding stuff is what I do. And Pip's having none of it. He figures it out that Hella has hired Mandrox. Yes. And even though the dupes are like, oh, couldn't say, client confidentiality. And- she was tall and elegant with a body that was 80% legs. And the one dupe that is still monologuing yes but out loud and one says will you shut up with the monologue yeah so it, pip is going after mad rocks and that is no time to yeah. explain that he needs the pendant he, she, he didn't even steal the pendant from hella it didn't even come from her so he says so he says and he charges one of the dupes, but then the dupe gets reabsorbed in this sort of like very watercolor. Yeah. Kind of He's very confused by what's happening. And Banshee comes out and she's like, what's going on? And apparently Pip can like do minor teleportation. I believe so. I couldn't figure out this little brimstone thing that he was doing. Yeah, there's no Banff. So without a Banff, what even is it? I know. And he tries to go behind Siren. And she tosses him off. Well, after he has a, a change of heart, he won't really break her neck. And I keep using Siren instead of Banshee. No. Um, and she's like, what the hell? And she's like, you are grabbing me by the throat. Which, I mean... She does not have time for that. Nope. We've already done those issues. <laughs> Several times and we've been through this with her. Just the ones with the dart. But then after that, then she did the Kevlar collar. Right. But it was like still someone went after her throat then. Yes. And she's like, absolutely not. And then it starts to get cold in this alleyway. But not just temperature cold, like in your bones cold. So Madrox is absorbing all the dupes and Hella shows up and she's like, well done, Mr. Madrox. I still love this hat. Yeah. I don't like what the patriarchy is making her wear yeah. otherwise. But Those I boobs are it. not being supported by anything. No. And she has the whole cowl thing. Like her hair is under this yeah. cowl that goes down over her neck. Sort of like Gambit. Mm-hmm. 
plus the hat with the feathers and like the shawl, like that seems great. Um, and but seriously, if Maddox missed the whole like ogre skeleton things, yes, motif that her she's wearing, um, he yeah. relies on his team because Sal feels he's that great a detective. We're back at the headquarters where the Floozies have run away from Darwin and Longshot. Longshot was going to show off the fight to them, and it's like, oh no, Darwin is con- and not Darwin. Darwin, Darwin. I like is being like the reasonable person on the team mm-hmm. and Longshot is just just a blonde he is like it's very stereotypical I'm only in it for whatever and Rain and Shatterstar are hustling in the street Rain looks like he, she is about to rip his throat out yes so eventually he throws her off Longshot undoes a hydrant. She's like, oh, wasn't it lucky that she's right in the path of this hydrant spray? And Richter had used this time to get some clothes on and come down. And he's like, you didn't hurt Rain, did you? Yeah. And he has to explain it's not mind control. Yeah. It's complicated. But before anything else, you need to tell me, am I the father of the baby? And there are some like eye contact happening in those panels. Yeah. Rain looks like she's looking past Richter towards Shatterstar as she works out the question. And then she's looking at Layla. Rain, tell me. And she's like, well, I wasn't with anyone seven months ago. Anyone else seven months ago, so... Right, that she hugs Richter and then you see her eyes open from looking at her face. Oh, I guess it is Layla. Yes. But also Shatterstar's facial expression. So. Still thirst trappy. Yes. Um, Longshot's like, okay, now we've got a show. And Darwin's like, I wonder what Madrox will say. And it, the next scene, next bubble is him saying, I got nothing. Yeah. In the alleyway. And <laughs> Banshee is not accepting that answer. <laughs> no. So uh, she hella grabs pip she grabs him through his little teleportation yeah thing like the fun arm shimmer thing that happens and uh, now that i can see you not all of time and space can hide you <laughs> mr madrox your services are appreciated and no longer required and she's like you can keep the trinket that's not what this was about i have my jester back do Hella, goddess of death and queen of the underworld, and like the smoke swirling things are really cool. That's like sort of fun yeah. monster skulls, and there's like a burnt monster skull in the sidewalk even after she teleports away. So she's going back to Las Vegas, which apparently is her headquarters. Yeah. Yeah. Madrox is feeling real shitty about how this all went down. And Terry's like, You're going to Vegas, aren't you? And just throw down with the goddess. And he's like, Yeah. want to be there for it and banshee's like i guess i mean everyone's got to be someplace which is a line of layla dialogue from earlier in her conversation Uh, with monet yeah all right issue 209 so in this description we won't go through the entire previously on but it does say meantime meantime a profoundly pregnant rain has returned to x-factor and informed Richter that he is the father of the child she's carrying. We, of course, know differently, but nobody asked us. What? 
I feel like that whatever book Rain came from, X Men, explained there. Okay, but it's not a part of X Factor. Okay, so I have to read some more Utopia X Men. I think so, but it did the, not come up in in that thingy that I read that evening. <laughs> yes, where I just sat on the floor and read comics for like an hour. X Factor. No, it wasn't. It didn't have the word factor. It, Nation X. Nation X. Yes. Oh, yeah, because they're getting Utopia up off the ground. Yes. And they means are still decimated. And they're still trying to figure out how to keep it from sinking. And there's a whole thing. And Magneto came back. But then he also brought Kitty back because she was out in space in a big planet-killing bullet. Yeah. That she phased through, which I did read. Did I read those? Or did I just... See. Imagine those. I think it was in a recap in an issue sometime in the past year. It might have been an Astonishing X-Men thing. Oh. I feel like there was an Astonishing X-Men like sort of animated cartoon, but not really on Netflix. Oh. And like it was a whole thing with her and finding Colossus again. Anyway, it, anyway, there was nothing about the parentage of this child in Nation X. So we still have no idea what's going on. Was Logan even the nation next? I don't know. It seemed much more Scott focused. So we're in Vegas right yeah. off the bat, and Shatterstar is up on a pirate ship in front of Treasure Island Casino. The strip search is the title. Yes. And the poor pirate actors are like, dude, what? what get what out of here. Madbox is trying to get him down, and Banshee is not helping. And eventually Shatterstar is like taking this way too real. And Maddox is like, yo, Captain Jack, put it away. Maybe Richter shouldn't have shown you all three Pirates of the Caribbean movies in one sitting. And of course, no, we have more than three Pirates movies. Have you seen any of them? I have, no, and I've only seen the third one like once. I've only seen bits and pieces because they were shown all the time on TV. They were like, if you had cable it, like 10 years ago, yeah, they were on constantly I, on tnt tnt would do like pirates three days a week oh yeah because it'd be around when i was watching wrestling and then it, that would be on yeah so, so they get him down off of this ship and he's like those men wielded swords i was justified in what i did and so i was like richter run over this with you they're actors they're putting on a show and chester is not impressed no it doesn't matter they should have enough respect for the weapon to be schooled in its use and poor Maddox is like trying the, to hold it together. The team is already split up, and because There's... Longshot and Layla are somewhere, yes, we don't know where. And Banshee is being I mean, like, "It's not my job to be their babysitters. They're adults. They should know what they're doing." Mm. So many panels of Maddox holding the bridge of his nose, like, yes, oh. and he does say it's like herding cats. That's an Everyone, apt description. Everybody spread out. They couldn't have gotten far. Shadowstar, if you threaten more actors, I'm going to shove those swords where the sun don't shine. And Shadowstar is like, as if you could. <laughs> and Madrox like clenches his face harder. He says, yeah, whatever. And Strong Guy starts to be like, actually, he'd probably like. <laughs> and Madrox clenches harder. <laughs> Are we saying that Shadowstar's a bottom? Apparently. No. Madrox does not have time for this. No, he doesn't. Like, Shut up, Guido. So uh, 
he's like, actually, am I feeling envy for Cyclops? Yeah, because Scott gets a Swiss watch. You get they go on a mission. Emma links them all up tele- telepathically, and they operate like a precision precision timepiece. I've got a cuckoo clock. Like, yeah. Yeah, and then we reverse six hours earlier, where Madrox is like, "Rain's back." And she is just very tired on a bed. Which, I mean, if you have something growing inside of you, you'd be tired too. Like, no thank you. Yeah. And, yeah. There are some oblique references to, like, terrible, terrible things that Rain did. Yeah. Which was working with Logan. Yeah, like, I don't know what happened. And she's like, don't tell Scott or Logan that I'm here. She said, and she's like... I a note that I'm safe. Yes. Yes. And everyone's like, was it a dupe? And Rector and Madbox tussle slightly. But Rain is like, there's not enough alcohol in the world for that to happen. Yeah. And they talk about like, oh, uh, Rector, do you want to cover her up with that sheet? And she's like, I've been running around naked a lot. I don't. I, 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 her, she's lost her blushes or lost my blushes because it's an accent. Yes. So um, there's just a lot going on. There's a lot of mystery surrounding her. Yeah. There's a bit more like Lady Flesh revealed than Man Flesh in these books. Yes. Um, um, but yeah. So I, uh, Banshee walks in. So help me, Madrox, if this is one of your dupes. <laughs> and Rector's like way ahead of you. I already covered that. We go back to Vegas where they're searching a casino and. There's a lot of cheering on the casino floor. Sounds like someone's having a bit of luck. Luck. Oh, no. It can't be him. It can't be. And what it am is... I saying? Of course it's him. And there's this great luck. <laughs> Layla is having the time of her life with Longshot. He is winning all the things. And Seven, come, al- come 11. Come on, baby, because Layla here needs a new pair of shoes. And she's like, Right, Jimmy choose and long shots like Gazuntite <laughs> <laughs> because he only has the four fingers. I keep forgetting yeah. that he does. It seems to work out. So uh, they're coordinating. Guido wants to keep looking in the strip joint. Yes. Because fake mail. Yeah. And Shadowstar is like, I'll be right over. Oh, I'm not out of breath. I'm fine. I just had a mild workout. And there are all these people strewn about. Anyone else care to make a snide comment about the star on my face? And someone's like, it totally works for you. Yeah. So uh, Madrox tries to pull Longshot away. And he's like, Layla, you should have known better. And, and she's like, I kept an eye on him. It's fine. Meanwhile, this woman walks up with a tray of chips. Yes, and these are his winnings. And the explanation is, well, he wanted to see if his luck power still worked, so... Because they weren't working on the pendant. Yes, they couldn't track anything with the pendant, so he wanted to make sure his powers were still somewhat working, and they are. And there's also a reference to, like, he can't use his powers for personal gain, but because he was winning for Layla for her shoe account... Yes. Layla needed a new pair of shoes, and he was just helping her. Yep. I feel like that's how 
the witch's powers and charmed work as well. Mm. Not for personal gain. Things backfire. So Madrox is like, this is the picture we're supposed to be showing around to find this woman. And so they ask the um, The woman with the tray of chips, do you know who this is? And we're looking for a chick named Hella, like, come on. And this person's like, I don't know. I'm just here holding chips. And dialogue from off panel is like, excuse me, did you say Hella? And we get Dr. Jane Foster. We do. And And it's great. Um, She's like, you know what? It's not Miss. It's Dr. Yeah, and you will not find her. She will find you, and you don't want her to find you. It is she's bad news. Yeah, stay away. Leave Vegas immediately. Yep. Again, oblique things. Their paths have crossed. Lana's just like, oh, are you here looking for her as well? And they was like, actually, no. It's the American Medical Association conference. Yeah. <laughs> and Doctor Foster's like, yes. The first one but also now yeah that i know this she makes a mysterious call to someone named don dr donald blake is he thor's alter ego oh interesting although i don't know if don blake was around at this time he was gone for a long time because you're like oh she's not actually here for the conference yeah but on the call she's like oh no the conference is fine boring in fact but look i have a situation may need you to deal with yes it it is don blake because she says raise a little cane when dr donald blake slams his cane on the ground he transforms into thor that's how the power works is it always thor or is it like an alter ego situation no it's thor okay not like those bands that are not quasars but someone else's where they like go between people marvell yes yes and look at that fun Guardians run. Yes. Anyway. Yes. So uh, we know that Thor's coming now. Yeah. Jadastar is like, <laughs> I totally maybe sort of got into a fight. It's yeah. fine. Everything's fine. Someone made a comment about my tattoo. And Guido's like, someone's on a short fuse. And poor Madbox is like, I can't worry about that right now. We have to get going. But we need her to come to us. So how are we going to do that? Long shot. Keep winning. Just win all the things. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, it really is just like win. Yeah. Win everything. And he's making on word getting around. There's a lot of monologuing as there are these very successful looking scenes. He's playing poker with a pair of aces, getting a martini from Darwin. Um, someone is hugging him next to someone in an Emma Frost knockoff outfit mm. with Siren being like, or Banshee being like, yes. And then uh, he's at slot machines and they have buckets. There are dupes with buckets. Multiple, to... yeah, dupes. And uh, then they're just like making it rain, except they're making it hail. They're they are making, making it hail. They're <laughs> making it hail and that's real rude. <laughs> it's too real for us right now, considering the weather outside. Yeah, also ouch. <laughs> what <laughs> if you're just sitting at a slot machine and like a fistful of quarters lands on your head? I mean, in a slot shot, doesn't that mean it's guaranteed to hit you in the temple? I guess. Or maybe, it, what if he threw them and they all went into like different slots? Oh, that would be fun. So then we cut to Guido getting a massage from a woman who is trampling on his back as they are in this comped suite, the high roller suite. 
I feel like that's a thing with, it is. with Guido. Well, I know it's oh. a thing with like massage oh. where someone walks on your back, but with him uh, in those way earlier issues with Doc Samson, oh. being like, I'm constantly in pain oh. because my body is shaped like this. Yeah. So I hopefully he feels good. Yes. He seems there's a lot of ellipses in his dialogue boxes, so it sounds like he's having a good time. Yes. Even Banshee's having a good time. So they're all lounging around. Um, but then we <laughs> go outside where we have Longshot, Shatterstar, and Mad Rocks. Yes, because Guido makes a reference to, oh, it's a shame that um, Shatterstar is not here. Um, he's working on some, he's got some issues. And then it's like, I think he'll have enough opportunities to burn off some energy in the near future. And on the street, Longshot is like, where to now? And Madrox is like, I was thinking Excalibur. And he said, didn't they disband? No. So um, not the superhero team, the casino Excalibur, which has a roller coaster. After Alpha Flight, maybe Excalibur will be what I take a dive into. Yeah, you're going to crack into Alpha Flight next weekend, probably. I know. I'm going to have to drag out the short box that has the entire first volume. Is it not on Marvel Unlimited? Maybe. Oh. It might be spotty. I feel a lot of things from the 80s and 90s, it is so spotty. Like Quasar. Oh. Even Silver Surfer, which is like, I'd say a B-level it's not the full trash cosmic that you're looking for. No, it's not. There, it's it's. I I figured it out, and I shared this with guest of the podcast Flinkman, because it, there was recently all of Volume One of Dazzler was added. That is a sure sign that they are going to print that. That means that they have gone through and scanned and remastered everything. Oh, so if something is on Marvel Unlimited, it's basically like you're getting the benefit of them doing the work the for Korean print Omnibus? editions. Yes. so uh, like they haven't done any epic collections or omnibuses of silver surfer for what i want to read oh same thing with quasar like they the scanned issues like some of them are operation galactic storm issues which is a huge crossover trade paperback that they did with 19 issues across different titles so they scan them in so they can use them to print a book and then people can read them because you're paying for marvel unlimited i see you're you're benefiting they're getting their money two ways, basically. Yeah. But it explains why it's like string or Swiss cheese where there's holes and gaps. is because yeah. it hasn't been used in a collected edition publications. Yeah, like Generation X. Not all of Generation X is on Marvel Unlimited. And I'm sure not all of Alpha Flight. John Burns' issues of Alpha Flight are there for sure because they've put those in an omnibus. Mm. But later stuff, probably not. I'm curious about how, oh, like in the shadowy figures, North Star, Aurora, Bang, for whatever reason. And do you mean the new Alpha Flight they're coming out yes, with? Yes, they, they released the cover. Yeah, this fall. And there's someone else, yeah. in shadowy figures, as like the mutants. Mm-hmm. And then there's Snowbird and Puck and two other people I can't remember, probably Guardian. Guardian. And her husband. No, it's Guardian. Heather Hudson was not in that image. Oh, yeah. But isn't she like integral for Alpha Flight? Yes. So it's a mystery. Rude. Yeah. 
So anyway, anyway, back to this issue because we're almost done. We are almost done. Um, we see like hellish warriors coming. They're big and burly and Norse-ish. Yeah, There's some big sinister would be jealous of the way that the cape is flowing yes. in the wind. And he's like, one side star-faced maggot, and Chester is like, oh hell no, you did not just insult me. I they started it. I'm going to finish it. And he gets a warhammer to the gut and then right across the face. Yeah. And Longshot's not happy. And this warrior takes his helmet off and he has like an eyeball dangling. It's like a zombie. Yes. This is from hell. Our mistress has dispatched us to make certain you join our ranks. So be of good cheer, fellow. This is your lucky day. And that's where the issue ends. If there's someone with that face saying it's your lucky day, like, no, it's not. Get out of there. Yeah. A good run of issues. I mean, we're in the middle of this arc, so we'll finish it up next episode. What were your thoughts and feelings as you were reading it when yeah. you saw that Hella was going to be here? Um, Skeptical, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's I such a, it's an odd pull for me because we've been so X-focused, I feel, in the book for such a long time. Mutants, mutant issues. Yes, and now it's going to a different branch of the Marvel tree, which is fine. Like, I love Thor. It just was unexpected that they would be weaving in Pip. Like, really? Pip? I I did not know Pip before these issues. Neither did I. Oh. (laughs) But I know enough about him to know he's, like, from the Thor universe, and he's... Oh, I didn't know anything about him. He's a troll. And that's it. And now I know he has big feet. And is hairy and can sometimes make himself up to look like a human. Yes. And I sort of like the callback to classic noir, like a beautiful woman walked in. Yeah. She came with an air of trouble or whatever. Yes. Whatever ridiculous things they say, because it was so ridiculous. Yeah. And anytime I feel like you can ham or camp something up and you do, I think it's fun. So I'll... I'm excited to read the next three to figure out where this is going because this is where I basically stopped. Oh, this is where I binged again. Like um, I went on another. Deep that's dive. this is where you stayed up until like one a.m. multiple nights in a row. Yes, which, dear listener, don't do that. To if you if you're an adult, if you're not in college, you can't really do that anymore. If you need to function, yeah, <laughs> don't do that. All right. Well, people should check out our Instagram account, X Factor Files Podcast. Leave a review on Apple or wherever you get your podcast from. That'd be great. And we'd also love to hear from you. We have some fun stuff. I'm still teasing it. I talked with some of our podcast friends about our summer break series that we're doing. I think it's fun. Yeah, I think it'll be a lot of fun. There, There will be rankings. Ooh. Yeah. I, I need to create a spreadsheet. Now that I'm done with the first draft of my book and it's with the publisher, I have time to actually make a spreadsheet a la Demanda Martini to plan some stuff for the podcast. Are we going to be like Wasp and She-Hulk ranking the, the men? Yes, but not on a sexiness. Like, it won't be a sexiness scale. Oh. Well, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Like, one of them is called Blood Wraith. Oh, no, thank you. Yeah. So um there will be some fun things and we'll keep it going we're dear listener um we're trying to make x-factor investigations last because um the longer it lasts the longer we can put off the decision about what we are reading regularly next for this podcast 
and what the concept will be. It'll be something fun. It'll be us. It'll be bun bun updates. It'll be worth listening to. We just don't know what what concept we're going to go with. Or if there will be a concept or if we're just going to read random shit. Who knows? It's fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. I mean, I can tweak the title of this podcast just slightly. So oh, so okay. we can be in- investigating the Marvel Universe and not X-Men. I mean, we we can still be X-Factor investigations. Yeah. It's just what it is that we're investigating. Exactly. We, we're out there sleuthing for all of you. Yes. All right, everyone. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening. Be safe and warm. Bye. Bye.